Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We coming to eighth time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. One day closer to playoffs. Playoffs 2023 that technically take place in 2024. That's how the NFL denotes it. This is still the 2023 season. I have. Uh, I will vote for any candidate who runs on a platform of just changing the, changing the U.S. calendar to start the day after the Super Bowl. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. So like the year we can still have January be January, but it, this would still be like January of 2023. <laughs> I like where your head's start. at. <laughs> yeah. So like the first time we ever did it. There would be two Januaries in a calendar year, yeah, and two Februarys. But then eventually we would go on. Sure, to like after after February seventh, all of a sudden that would be the new January first. Right. Okay. A little broken glass. I like where you're at, though. Yeah, because we need to center everything in the world around the NFL, around football. I don't know if it's you noticed. Obvious. The 56 highest rated non sport or 56 highest rated sporting events were NFL games on TV last year. So there. that is the one thing I wonder. Like like all the other. The, the one big one one big thing we put over on the rest of the world as like from the western hemisphere um oh. was like no our calendar oh yeah our calendar like, you know like everybody in like asia and africa and india was like wait what's this now like uh okay listen we put up with a lot of crap from you guys with your ships and your disease and whatnot but like now we got to change our whole calendar yeah yeah, that was that was what would push me over the edge. We're, that is what would push you over the edge. <laughs> if I were if I were some kind of Shah or something, I don't know. I, if I were some uh, if I were some Mongolian, yeah. uh, king, yeah, that would really piss me off. They That's are calendar bullies. The they are calendar bullies. <laughs> I gotta go from the year yep. like four hundred thousand, whatever. To, yeah, all right, yeah. good to, good to be with you guys on a Wednesday, man. We got a lot to get into. Okay, so we've got this game coming up on Saturday, the Browns and the Texans. Um, we're going to get to D'Amico here in just a second. Seth, I poked my ears in on Cleveland radio for about 10 or 15 minutes this morning uh, as I was getting ready to leave my building and in the car. And here is the, the, the general tone up in Cleveland. There is, con- there is concern. Oh, yeah. With our, there is concern with our counterparts on 92.3 The Fan that there's not enough juice within the fan base, that the fan base is taking the Texans a little too lightly oh, this oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah, they got a little cocky. Yeah. I told you. Yep. I told you. I, and Stefanski's going to be worried about with his own players. Yep. That, like, man, they really put it on the Texans, and they might think that this is just no big deal. And remember, too, I mean, we kind of focus on the Texans' injuries from the time. The Browns were all banged up on their interior offensive line. Yeah. Even the guys that were playing were banged up and injured. So the I think a lot of Browns fans feel like, well, we were in at full force last time. Yep. Just wait until I get a taste of full-strength Ethan Pochich. Yeah. Right, right, right. Ignoring that we were missing our Betonio was hobbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, now yeah. we got full. You're gonna get full Betonio. Yeah. So they, um, so up there, they're a little concerned about the the lack of juice. Now, my hope is that that lack of juice that they're feeling translates into Cleveland fans not wanting to spend money to come here because that could be a problem. On Saturday. I told you, I told you, I ended up flying out of Cleveland the day before that that Browns game on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I was kind of shocked at how few Browns jerseys and fans there were on that flight. And, like, I don't know. The previous Browns I knew, they would have forsaken their families at Christmas time to go watch their Browns versus one of the, versus a playoff contender. Yeah. But not, 
Not this, not this version of the Browns fan base. Apparently, they just don't, they just don't want it like they used to. Well, they, I'm, I'm, I've been hearing that they, they can track where the tickets are being bought from on the secondary yeah. market. There will be more Browns fans this time around. It ain't Christmas anymore. Um, they, are we sure it's not just Texans fans who live in Ohio? They, well, <laughs> no, we're not, to answer okay, your question. All right, that's a, yeah, thanks, <laughs> yeah. thanks a lot. Uh, sorry, Sean, I just trust the science, okay? <laughs> I got Jeez. you. I got, you're right. Cretan. You're right. It only says where they are. There's no checkbox for who yeah. they're rooting for. Good point, Seth. Um, so, so there's that. So I, I, and I, you know, I feel like people are pretty excited here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just know, Texan fans, just know. Disrespect. There's disrespect. Is it a lack of excitement or a lack of uh, concern about the Texans more? They're, like they're excited about being in the playoffs, but they feel like they're just going to roll over the. Texans. Yeah, they're, right, right. I think they're excited like about being in the playoffs. There's just a you know how it is. There's just a general lack of like, hey man, we're in the playoffs and we're the Browns. This doesn't happen very often. Where where the juice at? You know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so there so there's that. I, I think it might have just. I think honestly, in a lot of ways, Sean, it probably crept up on the Browns fan base almost the way it did with the Phillies. Then, you know, because I remember talking to Phillies fans because it was on the same night. Well, I was talking to the Eagles fans when the Eagles were playing the Texans. It was on the same night as what, game six of the game? No, five. Which game, game, five. game five of the game World five. Series. Yep. And um, yeah, I, got, I just kind of got a sense that it, it crept up on them so quickly that they almost hadn't really processed it. And I think with Browns fans, who had probably girded themselves for like, oh, great. We're got our fourth quarterback now. Yeah. We're going with Flacco. This is all going to collapse at some point. Well, and it and it's been a weird journey for them because yes, they probably felt that when they had to go to Flacco, and yet and then Flacco shows up and he's been the best quarterback they've had for the last however many years, yeah. and they clinch a playoff spot with two weeks to go in the season. So they like I think part of it may be that they didn't have to do anything in week eighteen. They started Jeff Driscoll in week eighteen. You know, like it's just Flacco's making. Bernie Kosar look like current Bernie Kosar. Yeah, man. That's, uh, they're just these. Uh, the Flacco's just been phenomenal. He's been except great. for all these interceptions. He's been great. Um, all right, except so for the interceptions. The, the second, right, except for the interceptions. Um, so the now the new piece of concern, at least for me and Seth, is D'Amico Ryan's voice. Here yeah, is what the hell is he, this? Here is D'Amico Ryan's yesterday. Talking about the difference between playoff football and regular season football. It's not different. <laughs> it's not. Everybody wants to make it different. It's not different. Like, it's just a matter of, like I told our team today, we've been getting better throughout the year. Each and every week we've gotten better. We just have to stay on that track. Keep getting better. Keep playing sound. Keep playing relentless. Play clean football if we do that. And that's all that matters, right? We focus on playing good, good football. It doesn't matter that it's the playoffs. The game doesn't change. It's still football. We got to go execute. We got to go play fast. I'm not even joking. It, I, I'm more concerned about this than I am Miles Garrett. If he had left out the part about football, I thought he would have been talking about his convalescence or something. <laughs> but, yeah, we're getting better. Just I've got great nurses. I've got great nurses and a great staff. Don't let them. Working the doctors want to tell you it's the cigarettes. They're, it's not. They're doing wonders with NyQuil these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sounded, I went back and I listened on Monday when we heard some coughing in the press conference. And There's I a mystery coffer. I expressed alarm about the coughing in the press conference, uh, but and I was I was kind of joking. I yeah, you were like thirty percent joking, seventy percent serious. That was. The then sense I come I in got. and I listen. To, yeah, I listened to the clips last yeah, night. I'm like, oh, oh, god. Just I just you need to everybody pre- practice precaution. Just D'Amico, maybe coach via Zoom this week. Coach, I don't. Uh, yeah, coach, I, I coach, uh, coach through the meetings via Zoom. 
and coach from like they you know sometimes they can have a tower out there where the coach can go yeah. up and do the bird's eye. This would be a good week to do the bird's eye view from the tower with a megaphone. I think uh, yeah, that would be <laughs> yes, yes. Swarm, 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 those, or just from the hydraulic lifts or something. Fellas, yeah. fellas, you need to swarm, swarm. Hey, thanks, D'Amico. I'm not honestly. I think D'Amico will be just fine yeah. if uh, you know if he has to coach with a little bit of sickness. Uh, I do worry that there's a bug going through the building or something. I, I, you know, I do. I, this is what I say. Uh, I don't know if our listeners remember that three week period a month ago where it sounded like I was about ready to die. I felt great the entire time. That was the thing. I felt incredible. It was the most frustrating thing ever. I felt like I could have gone out and run a marathon. I just had no voice because uh, of the, the post-nasal drip. That, so, the, the, the gravelly Seth voice feels like a fever dream to me. Like, like remembering back, I'm like, wow, that really happened. You, like, you were, you were, it sounded like you were dying for a couple was, of weeks there. It just wouldn't stop. Yeah, yeah. And everybody kept saying, like, hey, Seth, you got to take a couple days off. I'm like, yeah, if you would have told me that three weeks ago, yeah. I would have been out of here for, like, three weeks. Right. Yeah. You don't want to you know deprive I, the world you know of your takes was? either. You, you had good takes those three weeks, too. You really brought it. Well, it's because all I did I, after the show, I would just uh, lay on my couch, like, <laughs> like face down, hoping that all the evil would drain out of me. Thinking of I, things, yeah. Yeah. I brought over. I had somebody apply leeches. Right. Uh, right. Uh, I got anything I could see. Anything I saw on the internet, I was like, yep, looks good to me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> In a study of 10 people I made up, this worked 100% of right, the time. Right, right. Have a porcupine walking up and down my back. This will work. Sounds good. Yeah, so honestly, the Texans have enough issues with injuries right now, particularly on the defensive yeah. line, that I, I would be concerned if there was some kind of illness running through the building. I would too. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly concerned about this. We'll have to now, uh, CJ sounded fine. Yes. We'll, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to pour over some of the. Like, some of the clips from the locker room and see if we noticed anything whoever's coughing stay the hell away from them please stay away yeah, from the just players. put on a mask and sit up in the corner or something right right you know? right right no because someone will generate the content by the way the line on this game is up to browns minus three more disrespect more minus dis- three minus three the browns are a field goal favorite in this game okay they what were a, they were like a, they were a three-point favorite with case keenum playing a few weeks ago they were a three-point favorite with Case Keenum playing. What happened since then? Case Keenum and Davis Mills played in that game. Yeah. Then the Texans came back and won a couple games. Yeah. Um, I think maybe people saw a look at the offense with CJ but without Tank Dell and think, okay, well, this is fine enough, but it's not as explosive as it once yeah, was. Yeah, I, I think this is all about the Browns destroyed them in week 16, and it's a pretty recent memory still. You know what I yeah. mean? didn't happen in week three. It happened three weeks ago. At least one of those issues from a couple weeks ago is still an issue, which is that Jimmy Ward went out in the fourth play of the game, and Jimmy Ward remains out. I think it's different, though, when you can prepare for it for a week as opposed to when you're preparing for it on the fly. Steven Nelson was in and out of the game with injury, so if he can stay healthy, that's fine. I mean, it's the biggest issue by far and the thing that could swing the pendulum the most is that two of your best players, Will Anderson and John Grenard, both have ankle issues and at this point are, you know, Will's going to play, but he only played 30 snaps in last week's game. Wasn't as productive as he had been the week before where he only played 12 snaps. John Grenard, we don't know if he's going to play. And where that really hurts you is that's the area of opportunity versus yeah. the Browns. Bingo. The Texans defensive ends versus the Browns offensive tackles are the one spot where you've got a decided advantage. And if those guys can't go, that's a big hit. So 
Um, like usually, usually you wouldn't say like one position player makes that big of a difference. I think having just one of those guys like healthy and productive or relatively healthy and productive goes a long, long way in this game. Yep. All right, uh, Payne and Pendergast with you. we got a lot to get to. We're going to revisit uh, the big thing Nick Casario said yesterday on the show that got a whole lot of people, not just in Houston, but up in New England, talking. And also, Seth is 1,000% confident that a Texan soon-to-be free agent is going to be back next year based Ooh. on something C.J. Stroud said yesterday. That's a good tease. Well, thank you. I I'm going to stick around <laughs> Yes, yeah, I need you to. <laughs> All right, we're going to do that next.